Who got it right? Who got it way wrong? Sorting it all out with you. With you. Hear about it first. Talk about it now. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It is 9.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Fourth and final hour of our get-together. We call it the 9 o'clock stretch. Yes, in the wake of the anniversary of 9-11, which occurred yesterday. We'll dig into that in a little bit. In fact, um, we'll dig into it right now with our special guest that is standing by. Congressman Greg Stubbe joins us on the Bob Rose Show. Congressman, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, I would imagine 9-11 has a special place in its heart and memories for you. I believe it was uh, one of the reasons why you decided to join the military. Is that correct? Yeah, it was the only reason. I was in my first semester of law school. Didn't really have uh, an inclination or desire to serve in the armed services. And then after the towers were hit, literally showed up at recruiting offices the next day trying to figure out how I could get in and and do the things I wanted to do. And long story short, graduated law school early, enlisted in the Army, did uh, about a year and a half in the infantry, and then transferred to the JAG Corps because I already had my law license when I went in and then uh, stayed with infantry divisions my entire career, deployed with the 25th ID to Iraq, 0607, and uh, got out of active duty in 08. So it uh, had a huge impact. I mean, if the towers weren't hit, I would have never joined the military. Mm-hmm. gone about my civilian legal practice. So it had a huge influence on me personally, and, I, and I'm and i sure it did on a lot of Americans who were around that age that were, you know, I heeded the call of President George W. Bush, who, who said we need able-bodied men and women who are willing to serve their country to step up, and uh, that spoke to me, and I know it spoke to a lot of others. You uh, you answered the call, no doubt about it. Now, I guess looking back, I know that you have been, uh, you know, a strong critic of the way that the current administration uh, exited uh, Afghanistan. Has anything changed from that? It's just a slap in the face to those that served. I I wasn't deployed to Afghanistan. I went to Iraq. But I know a lot of brothers and sisters that were deployed there um, and are just incredibly frustrated. And as an American, I don't care if you served or didn't serve, the fact that we, to this day, over a year since the fall of Kabul, have Americans who are stuck behind enemy lines and this administration is doing nothing to go in and get them should just, I, I, and I hope that Americans don't forget this on the ballot boxes in November, that Democrats are responsible for what occurred in Afghanistan and are still standing in the way. I had not-for-profit uh, and individuals who served over there who on their own were going in and getting people out because the State Department was failing to do so. And we still have people stuck there. And this government, this administration, through through Biden, uh, is refusing to go in and get them. And that's the human toll. The, the other side of that is the $83 billion worth of military equipment that I used when I was deployed, that our service members used when they were deployed, are now in the hands of a globally recognized terrorist organization. Well, wait, um, wait, wait a second. Just, the, the Taliban is not even the word to start to touch it. The, the Taliban, they were they promised to be nice. What happened? Yeah, I mean, they were going to allow women to uh, go to school, mm-hmm. and suddenly that changed, and they reversed their position. They said all these great things to convince our government to, oh, by the way, who's still sending them money. Uh, they sent them, like, I don't know, I think it was like $10 billion, you know, that's supposed to go to aid. Well, the Taliban runs the country. 
not going to aid. It's going to the Taliban. I mean, it's just you just scratch your head to the things that this administration are doing. And the majority of the Americans, I don't care what your political affiliation is, don't think it's a good idea to let terrorists into our border, to, to give terrorists money, and to abandon Americans behind enemy lines that most of these people who operated with us, who are Afghan citizens that helped us in the 20 years that were there, they are being hunted down systematically and killed. Not just them, but their family members. Well, God forbid if we should ever have to go into uh, any of these regions ever again because the locals that have helped us and saved lives and help us to catch bad guys all the time, how could you possibly have their support? Well, you're not going to have their support if they're dead, for one thing. But, yeah, they I'm sure they feel uh, abandoned. And then you'd mentioned uh, borders. I mean, uh, we just had the vice president was on one of the Sunday shows, Meet the Press, and she said, is the border secure? And she had the guts, moxie, whatever you want to call it, to say the border is secure. What What in the world's going on here? They have lied. They, Democrats, have lied to the American people for so long that they think that they can keep lying, the mainstream media will just print their propaganda, and the American people will believe them. And it, we're getting to a point in our country where the majority of Americans know it's an outright lie. Just in July... We had 199,000 apprehensions at the border. That is more than the population. I just spoke in Charlotte County, one of the district, one of the counties I represent. That's more than the population of the entire Charlotte County. Just came in illegally into our country just in the month of July. We're over like 3.2 million encounters of illegal immigrants, and it is a deliberate, intentional violation of federal law that Congress has passed on our border laws. These people are being released into our country. They're not showing up to um, asylum hearings. Um, There's over, I think it was 200,000 orders by judges that their claims are not legitimate. They're supposed to be deported back to their host countries. And when Mayorkas was before the Judiciary Committee, none of those people have, have been returned to their host countries. We have a deliberate and intentional act and actions by this administration Secretary Mayorkas in the Biden administration to allow in, in violation of our nation's laws, as many illegal immigrants as possible, terrorists, rapists, murderers, they don't care because this is fulfilling one of their political objectives to get as many illegal immigrants as they can into our country and then give them the right to vote. I mean, for a guy that served in a war theater and lived under combat conditions, what do you think when uh, some of the Democrat mayors of, of cities get upset about, you know, like uh, Governor Abbott sending a busloads of people up there, and they try to say putting people on a bus is, like, immoral. I said, have you seen these buses? They're not even, like, school buses. They are pleasure coaches. And I said, and they call that somehow that's immoral or being mean to the people, giving them a ride on a on a bus like that. I, I bet there are times in uh, Iraq you wish you could... Uh, uh, sit on one of those buses for a while in safety and comfort. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it suddenly their hypocrisy when it lands at their doorstep knows no bounds. Uh, it's okay for them to be flooded into Florida and Texas, and then sh- and then the government shipping them all across our nation to strategic places. Heaven forbid that finally some of these govern- governors, like in, in Texas, Governor Abbott, sending them to these Democratic sanctuary cities that claim sanctuary for all legal immigrants, and suddenly they have a problem with it. I, I wish you could take the whole 199,000 of them that came in, in just in July and send them to those cities 
but they don't have enough buses in America to constantly be busing these illegals all across the country into these democratically run cities. Because if they would be feeling the thousand or more a day that were coming into Texas, uh, suddenly they would probably have a difference of opinion of Biden's border policy. It, it, it seems to me if, if this kind of stuff serves as anything, it, it will motivate conservatives to to get out and vote. That's why I and and I'm sure you share high hopes for the for the midterms and and what we hope is going to happen there. But I got to tell you, I was taken back when uh, Senator Mitch McConnell came out and t- basically spoke in derogatory way about the quality of Republican candidates and that not to get your hopes up for the midterms. What did you think of that? Well, I think it's really disingenuous to the candidates that have been voted in as the Republican nominees of those different states. Those are who Republicans pick. They want America First agenda people. They want uh, candidates that are going to stand for the America First agenda. And that's who was voted in by the Republican uh, in these Republican primaries. And to try to undercut them by your statement uh, just shows you that he's not about the America First agenda. And uh, I hope it's not just conservatives that come out to vote. I hope that independent and moderate Democrats who are sick and tired of abandoning citizens in Afghanistan, uh, what's happening in illegal immigration, fentanyl, overdoses, all of the crises that we are facing, inflation, the economy, is all because of the decisions that the Democratic House, Democratic Senate, and the Democratic White House have made and the impact, the negative impact they've had on our country. I hope they finally wake up and say enough is enough. We need a change. We need the House back into the Republican leadership. We need the Senate back in Republican leadership to be a check and balance of these horrible policies that are coming out of the White House. Well, from your mouth to God's ears, uh, let's hope so. And, and we appreciate Amen. your time. And we appreciate very much your uh, your service. And uh, we're sorry we all took a beating Saturday night. The, the Gators going down to Kentucky. That, that had to hurt. I was at the game. But uh, I know you're a Gator. So, Congressman Greg Stubbe, we appreciate your time. All right, thank you. Go Gators. All right, go Gators. Yep, we're going to come back this week, right? 916 on the Bob Rose Show. Yeah, he was going to school at UF. Congressman Stubbe was. And he felt he felt the cur- the urge, the call, yeah. and, he, and he, he met that. That's awesome. Yeah, and he ended up serving uh, in country in Iraq, and, and we appreciate it. 